You are listening to the Carroll Chargers Football Podcast with your host, Andy Dietrich, and the head football coach of the Chargers, Doug Dynan. All right, well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first ever uh, Carroll High School Football Podcast. My name is Andy Dietrich. I'm a curriculum coordinator with Northwest Allen County Schools, and I'm also the statistician for the football team. And it's my pleasure to introduce head coach Doug Dynan. And uh, we're going to talk about Carroll football in our upcoming game this Friday against Bishop Lewer. So uh, glad to have you here, Doug. How was practice today? Yeah, it was very good, Andy. Um, we, our, per, our timing was perfect. Uh, we got a little rain before practice. We went out on the field to clear it up. Uh, we finished practice and it started raining again. So our timing was perfect. Our, our energy level was good. Um, kids worked hard today and uh, kind of puts – Wednesday almost kind of puts, puts a uh, cap on, on the week. You know, Thursday is more of a mental day. I mean, we're only in helmets. And so, so yeah, it was a good week, good, uh, good preparation for Bishop Lures. Well, it's probably a, a good time for the kids to get back into rhythm with this being the first day of school. So now they're kind of getting used to going to school and then out to practice and all that good stuff. So nice. Now it feels like it's probably for real. Yeah, yeah, it does. It feels like football season's on you, and yeah, when you go through a full school day, and you know, you could tell that there was a, a little different demeanor in the kids' day. You know, they had done something all day long instead of sitting around and waiting for an evening practice. Well, I saw a couple of the players at school, and they seemed uh, pretty excited to be back at school, and I know they're ready for a Friday night's game. So, well, let's talk about the Chargers. So, uh, you know, new season, new group of kids. You lose some kids to um, to graduation, obviously, and then obviously, you know, kids will get injured here and out. So, who who are we going to miss this year? Well, key key losses on on the offensive side. Uh, Jack McGill was a quarterback for us and had a tremendous year for us in in terms of not only playing football but being a leader, you know, on the field and off the field. Um, Justin Becker and Johnny Becker, both a receiver, were were excellent go-to guys. And, and Justin set about every receiving record that the school has. Um, and Cam Shank. Cam Shank played running back for us and was a great addition. Um, came out as a junior and, and uh, a tremendous talent, fast kid. Um, you know, so on the offensive side, those, those are the key losses. And... Um, you know, looking to replace those kids is always always a difficult task. You know, but there are there are some key kids that are waiting in the wings, and you know that had good junior years or sophomore years, and and they're ready to fill those shoes. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, Justin Becker is nearly 1,200 yards of receiving in high school football. That's to me that is just an astonishing number of yards, and that's that'll be hard to replace. And so. Uh, so who do you think is going to be uh, the key in your um, your receiving core and who are you going to have at running back? The uh, the receivers first, um, Camden Childers rejoins us, and Camden's a senior. Camden was a Carroll student as a freshman and then transferred to Bishop Lures for his sophomore and junior year and and came back to us, and we're, we're awful glad to have him back. and. Um, Camden will wear number six, and, and he's a, a dynamite athlete. I mean, he's good size. He's, you know, about six foot, 195 pounds, runs really well. He's also going to be a key part within the special teams as well. 
Nathan Hara. Nathan Hara played played receiver for us last year. Had some big games. Had a big game against Dwenger last year. Um, number change. He'll wear number two this year. And uh, you know Nathan has great hands. Uh, understands the offense really well. And Leighton Mitchell, uh, number nineteen, also also plays receiver for us and saw a lot of time for us for us last year. And um, Nathan is is in the slot. Um, Leighton and Camden are the what we call the X and the Z receivers. They'll be our two wideouts, Leighton on the left and, and Camden on the right. Um, so those those three guys will will get the vast majority of the reps at receiver. Are you going to put it a running back? Because we typically only run a, a single back set. Yeah, we we run um, what we typically will call eleven personnel, which is one running back and one tight end, um, and then a lot of ten personnel, which is one running back and zero tight ends, um, with four right four wide receivers. And and the running back position is is going to be a little bit by committee. Rhett Sailor. Um, rejoined the program. He played as a freshman and, and took a year off, a couple years off, and come back. And Rhett's got great speed. Uh, he has very good understanding of the offense, and, and you know he has great shiftiness. Um, so we're look, we're really excited about Rhett being back with us. And Evan Harris, you know, who played receive or played a JV running back for us last year, um, also will will serve time for us in the running back running back position. You know, as we're talking about the 11 personnel, the tight end, two guys that are really working hard at tight end is uh, Eddie Bransfield. Um, we're moving him from the defensive line to tight end. He's a big body. He's about 6'3", 215, runs well. He's a good baseball player, too, catches the ball well. And um, Matthew Ottenweller, who's always played tight end for us as well. And so those two guys are, are looking for to, to see time at tight end as well. And obviously, with the graduation of Jack Miguel, you're going to have a new quarterback. So, uh, talk about your new quarterback, uh, Gavin Vote, who played uh, receiver for us last year and, and did a tremendous job for us at receiver. And Gavin's always been a, a quarterback for us in the program. Always grown up as a quarterback. Uh, he's throwing the ball extremely well. I mean, he he throws it with great velocity, um, and he's a big guy. He's about six two, two hundred pounds, and he. He's very physical. He runs the ball well too, and so we're going to have a nice blend of of pass run, you know, quarterback run, you know, giving us some options with the quarterback that you know that Jack McGill gave us. But I think that Gavin even you know will even be better at in terms of running the football. Um, and Gavin Gavin has showed that you know his character last year of of accepting that role of being a receiver and. And this year, coming back in as a quarterback, and his leadership and character have really shown through. And I think in, in Gavin's case, with him having a, a year at receiver, that gives him a really neat understanding of how, what kind of work the guys he's thrown it to. You know, what, what's it like on their end? And I, I think that can help him with, you know, hitting the timing and throwing the ball in the right spot. And, and you're right; he does have a great arm. As I've watched him in JV. Uh, he kind of reminds me of Aiden Smith in the way that he can spin the ball with that great velocity. And size-wise, I think Aiden's a little bigger than Gavin, but they're both 
you know, surprisingly strong and fast runners. Yeah. So I think our fans will see a little bit of similarity between those two yeah. players. I, I agree very much so. And then, you know, your understanding of, of him and the timing, because the timing between the quarterback and the receiver of when the ball needs to be delivered, you know, is most critical. And, and that year, I think, really serves him well to to understand, you know, that timing even better than what he did before. Yeah, he's he's definitely uh, very athletic. All right, so let's talk about our defense. Um, I know our defensive line is pretty good, and on the back end, we've had some some kids graduate. So uh, let's talk about your front line, and then we'll just work our way back through the defense. Well, the defensive line, you know, is going to be led by Terrell Griffin. Uh, Terrell, we actually are moving Terrell from kind of from an interior position to uh, playing on the edge, you know, playing as a defensive end. You know, hopefully that. With his athleticism, you know, he'll be able to get some pressure on quarterbacks. Um, you know, him and, and Edmund Johnson, Edmund, Edmund actually played probably more defensive end last year than he did. And, and Edmund's a big guy. Edmund's about 250 pounds. And so we're moving him into, you know, play a defensive tackle. Um, and so those two guys are senior guys, and they, they've got to be kind of the catalyst of everything else. Um, a couple of guys that were playing on the on defensive tackle, um, Larry Seibel is is a is a junior. You know he's a he's a big body. Um, he's he's out currently and won't play in Lures because of a concussion. But we look for Larry to be back, taking his place probably this week. Will probably be a sophomore, Ethan Klingler. You know, and he still goes 230 pounds, but he'll play defensive tackle. And then a, a defensive end this this week, Wes Stevens will. Will play defensive end, and Wes is a kind of a tactician in what he does. He, he's, you know, he's very good, understands the scheme, understands the defensive end position very well, and as well as being a physical body. So, you know, as you said, it's it's got to start up front. You know, with those guys, we've got to be able to defend the run, put pressure on the quarterback, and you know, and help out everything. You know, the the linebackers and the secondary behind them. I'm really looking forward to Terrell play. He is deceptively quick, and I think he's going to catch some people off guard on that. It, and, and Terrell has great energy. He really does. He is he's he's very much the heart and soul of that defensive side. And you know, and, and it could be said that you know, as he goes, you know, we will go on that defensive. Yeah, I definitely definitely can see that. And he is a spark plug. There is he's a. He is a fun player to watch when he makes that tackle for loss. Yep. So special teams, during your time here uh, at Carroll, we've shined on special teams. Like We've had really good punters, and our kicking game has been solid. And on our return game, we've been able to get some giant chunks in that. And so um, based on this year's team, what you've seen so far, are we going to be able to maintain that tradition of – of kind of swinging some momentum on special teams. You know what? And, and you talk about kind of a, a traditional position at Carroll, and and a lot of people don't know this, but we've we've always and this just this isn't just in the nine years that that I've had the fortune to be at Carroll. It was before me. We've always had good punters, and and Trevor Horton, who is also a soccer kid for us and does does all of our kicking. Um, Trevor's a junior, and and he is a tremendous punter. Um, a tremendous kicker, you know, and he's got a very strong leg, you know, again, obviously with, with being a soccer player and, 
And, uh, you know, what a, what a character and what an outstanding work ethic that he has. You know, he'll come onto the football field, put in special teams time, you know, and run across the field and go practice soccer on a daily basis. And, and, and tremendous, a tremendous punter, tremendous kicker. And, and we put a lot of the burden of our special teams in his hand. Uh, in terms of, of returners, you know, we, we have had some electric guys and we've had had, you know, big returners. And, you know, some of the kickoff returners that, that we're going to look for is, you know, again, Camden Childers. Camden, again, is a very good athlete, big body. And, you know, him being kind of that middle kickoff return guy, you know, is, is a big deal as well as the speed of, of Rhett Saylor back there. And Rhett will also assist on punt returns as well as Leighton Mitchell will assist on punt returns. And so, the, you know, special teams are a big deal. You know, they've got to flip the field, you know, and they can be a momentum shift immediately. Yeah, and those those punt returners definitely cannot muff the ball and fumble it. So just being able to control the ball that way – and even on a punt return, if you can get seven, eight, nine, ten yards every punt return, that's huge. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, that's huge. So I know this isn't a special team, but I know this is one of the, the stalwarts, uh, stalwarts of our offensive scheme is in short yardage, you typically bring a linebacker or a lineman into the middle of that T formation. So uh, who's going to be the T guy? Well, our, our T formation um, – you know, probably running the football, and, and and this doesn't seem like he's a real big guy, and and we could have talked about some of these guys on the, you know, in linebackers and secondary as well. But um, Hunter Mertz is a very physical kid, and will be in T formation for us. Um, Terrell Griffin will be in T formation for us, and uh, Rhett Saylor will be in T formation, and, and and all three of those guys, believe it or not, even though Rhett doesn't seem like he's a big kid. I mean, and uh, Hunter doesn't seem like a big kid, but Hunter's probably the, the the hardest hitter that we have on the team, and he's a very physical kid. Um, even though he's only a sophomore, Hunter's one of the you know a couple of sophomores that are that we're getting time in the secondary. But Micah Fretz will will see time in some of our short yardage offense as well. Um, you know, but you know that's that's got to be one of the stalwarts. I mean, without question, you have to have you know, that short yardage offense that, that is able to get you, you know, three yards, four yards, especially when we get inside the five-yard line. Yeah, and historically, uh, your squads have done really good with that. And I know it's a fan favorite because when they see it come in, everybody in those stands is yelling, T, yep, T. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, and what's really neat is almost everybody in, in the in the, in the the ballpark knows who's getting the ball and it can't get stopped very well. Yep. So – that's good about our team. So this week's opponent is Bishop Lure. So tell us about the Knights. What uh, what should we look for when we show up at Lure's Field uh, this coming Friday? Well, I mean, you know, you know the Lure's tradition. I mean, without question. I mean, they're they're always well coached. They're always going to play extremely fast. Um, you know, they're always going to have the athletes. You know, they they typically you know throw the ball around a good bit. You know, it wasn't just a couple years ago that, that we played them on a homecoming game and and it went it went back and forth. I mean, so, you know, for us for us to be successful, I mean, one of the big deals is, you know, that that we've got to be able to, you know, defend the pass. You know, we've got to be able to, you know, stop the run at the same time, you know, but, you know, they want to throw the ball and then they've got some guys that can catch it. I mean, 
They've got uh, their quarterback in the Kanapke, number 15, you know, is a, he's a senior, you know, and understands the offense well. And, you know, and he, he throws the ball well. Uh, Jordan Presley, who's, you know, running back for them, you know, a couple years ago as a sophomore was at Homestead and was an all-conference kid as a, as a sophomore, you know, transferred to Lures. And, you know, last year was an all-conference kid at, at running back. Um, you know, and, and it goes on and on. I mean, they got, you know, Nate Moore, number 16, a receiver for him. And Justin Gaston, number one, a receiver for him. And, you know, they've got players on top of players. Um, you know, defensive side, you know, kind of the same thing. Probably their their best player is probably their Mike linebacker. They play a 3-3 stack. Um, and so they'll have, you know, three down linemen and they'll, thrack, they'll stack three linebackers on top of them. And, and have two outside linebackers and typically play, you know, one safety on top unless we would shift the offense to where they'll shift their coverage. But number 34, Alan Jackson, you know, plays a Mike linebacker, a physical, you know, strong kid, runs really well. Um, you know, he's probably the heart of that of that defensive side. So, you know, again, I mean, it, it sounds cliche, but, you know, it's, it's you know, it's, it's pretty simple. You know, can, can you take away the things that they want to do can we be more physical up front, you know, and can we control the ball, and, you know, and win the line scrimmage on the offensive side? Yeah, you know, football is a – I consider it the ultimate team sport. Um, and, you know, you think of it being so complicated where you've got 11 guys trying to work together. But if you break the game down to its simplest parts, I mean, block the guy in front of you. When the, when the ball comes running to you, tackle him. And if they throw the ball to you – you catch it. And when you have the ball in your hands, don't drop it. It's a pretty simple game as long as you are all working together as one cohesive unit. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. You know, um, you know, the team that, you know, controls the ball, you know, doesn't turn it over and creates more turnovers, you know, makes a difference in special teams, maybe with a block punt or something like that. Those are key things. You know, you, you've got to be physical. you got to win the line scrimmage. you got to tackle. You know, you got to block well. You know, but, you know, the, the things that always determine the game, you know, are always, you know, the, the same things there. Take care of the football, you know, make plays on special teams. The game will boil down to at some point there's going to be five key plays within the game. We don't know when those plays are, you know, but you look back and after you grade the film, there are going to be five momentum shift games. And the team that wins those five plays, again, is going to be successful. All right, awesome. So, Coach, absolute pleasure to talk to you tonight. Cannot wait to watch the boys play on Friday. And uh, hopefully when we talk uh, later in the weekend, we'll talk about a Lures victory and then you know get us ready for the Snyder Panthers. So uh, on behalf of Coach Doug Dynam, I'm Andy Dietrich, and uh, thanks for listening and catch us next week.